Today's daf is daf yud in Moed Katan. Mishnah said that a person could, uh, a person who's a non-skilled laborer, he's a non-regular professional tailor, he's allowed to sew on Cholamoid. Again, the whole concept over here is we don't want Tirchi Yaseira. So all these things that were allowed were things that were uh, not considered extra work and they were necessary for the Chag. You weren't, certainly couldn't do it for after the Chag. So you talk about Kahechidami, what's a what's the difference what's an example of a non-professional, a layman? Amri Debeyani Koshani Yocholotsi Mole Machat Vasachas. a skilled laborer apparently could do multiple stitches with one sweep of the needle. Uh, Rashi explains how he makes uh, several uh, indentations there, then he takes the needle and puts it through at one shot. So that's a, that's if he's not able to do that, he's not a professional, he's allowed to do this on Khalamoy. Rabbi Yosurfninamar, Koshani Holakhavan Imra, Bechipat Khalukov. He can't so evenly a hem at the end of his uh, shirt. They used to put a little uh, collar on it or something, and they would sew that. If he couldn't do it evenly, that's considered a non-professional, and that's mutter on, on uh, chalamoy. But uman, if he is an uman, if he is a tailor, professional tailor, he could do it, but he has to do it with the shinoi machlev. So he said machlev is from the lotion of a kelev. How is that meant? My machlev, Rabbi Yochanan, mafsia. He jumps around. In other words, it, it's not even. It jumps around. I should say it's not straight, but he spreads them around, and he's called. He calls it like a kelavash. because like a, 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 a dog's teeth apparently are not uh, straight in order with no spaces, but there's spaces in between them. Shadom and the 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 stitches look They're far away from one another. They're not lined up perfectly and um, contiguous, like next to each other. Rabbi Yochanan, uh, that's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. They, they jump around, they're not, they're not next to each other. Rabbi Shmulamar, Shinei Kilbasot, like the teeth of a dog, the same sense, it's the teeth of a dog, but not in the sense that they're spread out, but rather that one is up and one is down. In that sense, that one is, uh, Rashi explains that um, one is up and one is down, like the, like the teeth of a dog, one is high and one is low. So in other words, it's, it's uneven stitches. Misargonus Anitos. We're talking about no, 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 just for necessary. So well, well, for business, he can't do it because business. Professional tailor fixing his shirt. His own shirt. Yeah. Uh, so his own shirt, he, he could do, but he can't do it professionally. He could just right. do it. What's necessary but for Yantif. But a head dude is anyway can unprofessional. It, can do it professionally. But no, no, he can't do it professionally. Means he's not able to do not. it professionally. He's not able so, to. So a head is anybody who can't do it prof- who's not able to do it professionally. So he can do whatever's necessary to head uh, An woman can do it in a non-professional way. In other words, do it uh, unevenly. Don't do it. He's got he's got to do it with the shinny. No, not for business. business. For himself. So, just for himself. It just seems in other words, if business is not the issue here. Right, at all, right, right. We're talking about a, a professional terror wants to fix his pants. Right. So he shouldn't do pants. it. He shouldn't do it out of shouldn't do it because he doesn't like call. Because it it's Yantif, right? It looks like he's doing it for Yantif or he'll come to do for business. If he does it, this, he'll do he says, Oh, I'm already got I got you got the sewing machine on, I might as well finish these other ones up before the rush after Khalamoid or whatever. So whatever if, my, just, if my wife is he wants a professional it, like, the idea is to do it in a way that you just want to get by for Yantif. You just want to have it fixed for Yantif. It's not the way maybe after Yantif you'll take it apart and do it properly. The idea is not to do work on Yantif the way you do it in the so if your if your spouse is a seamstress yeah. and you want something fixed on Cholamoid, you have to say to her, don't do, do it, it normally the prof- with that's the machine. Right. That's right. Do it with right. the left hand do it, or do, Or do it, do it unevenly so it should be good for effort. Correct. That's right. You shouldn't do it professionally. That's right. You don't, and Yataka don't sew. Women don't sew on Yant- Cholamoid. We don't sew. We don't uh, do those things. Those things you don't do. Masrigan, as I had to say, you're allowed to lace 
the Masargan as um, as uh, means you can lace them. Now, what does that mean, Masargan? By Masargan, Mas Maza Masrega. Yeah, lacing, lacing. Yeah, yeah, lacing. Yeah. So my Masargan, my Machus. What does it mean? Is you're allowed to? And then the second opinion was the last opinion. The Mishnah was Rabbi Yosei that you stretch it. So what does this mean? So one opinion is Rav Dimi. Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. We always have Robin and Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. Omar, he says, Pligi bar Rav bar Abba, Rav Yosei, Rav Yosei, Rav these two Amaram in Eretz Yisrael had a disagreement. One was Rav Yosei, one was Rav Yosei. They both said it in the name of Chizki Yosei. Apparently, they, it's not clear if they, they both said, if they said that each of them said Chizki Yosei and agreed about what they said, or that they, that they, they had a machlokis in, one said like Chizki and one said Rav Yosei. Presumably they went like Chizkiah and Yochanan said the same thing, but Rechia Barab and Rabasi had a disagreement what they said. So what is this Masargan? Chadam Masargan, Shesibar. One says that Masargan means you lace it lengthwise and crosswise. The way they hit beds in those days was you had you poles, right, on sticks, they had poles, and then they would lace like leather straps and then put the matting or whatever mattress they had sitting on top of that. So he said that, um, he says that one says Masargan is Shesibar, meaning that you can lace them. Then maybe the lacing fell apart, uh, was loose, you know, not just loose, but it fell apart. And uh, maybe some of the lacings fell out, so you can, you can do it lengthwise and crosswise. Kind of a sargon chesibarab. what is matchen? The second opinion, we had the last opinion of the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi, who said that you can only stretch it. That's chesib below Arab. Not, not, we said the difference is stretching. Because the way we explain the Mishnah, Masargan means you can lace it. And Rabbi Yosef says, no, you could just stretch it, meaning they're already laced, but they're loose. You know, the thing is sagging, so you, so you tighten it up. That's not what he's saying here. One's the first opinion is Masarga means you lace it lengthwise and crosswise, and Masarga means chassis below air. If you only did it lengthwise without crosswise, you can't do it professionally, so to speak. The same idea, you can't do it properly. The Chanam versus the other pigs, no. Masarga is chassis below air. Masarga means just lengthwise without the crosswise. Umamatchin, it means that if it was loose, it was soft. You tighten it up. You make it stronger. That's how he learns. Can that be the machlokas? The shavan they both agree. The Tanakama and you don't put in ropes lechachilah there. Now it's only if the ropes are there, but you can't put in ropes lechachilah. So bishlam andam masargan If you say the masargan means you can interlace lengthwise and crosswise, or matchin chesi blower means only lengthwise without the crosswise. In other words, the straps are there already, but they're they're already in there. So he so one says you can you can cross them, lengthen, and one says no, they're in there. You can only like tighten them up. You can put the length. You could length. You could the ones that are lengthwise, they're just not all fully uh, inserted properly. That you could do, but they both agree you can't put in ropes there. You can't put in straps there. But if you say. That Masarga means chassis below air, if only lengthwise. That if it was weak, you can strengthen it, you can tighten it. You can't even do lengthwise and crosswise according to this opinion. Boy, certainly you can't put in six. As if the length of the, if the ropes are already in there, the straps are in there, but you can't even do chassis bear, certainly you can't put them in the chassis. This is a kasha. I don't know how great the kasha is, but it's a kasha. Okay, Amalur of Nachman Bar can anybody say that Masargan, like Moshe said, Masargan, you lengthwise and crosswise, can anybody say, you said one opinion is that Masargan is chassis of Erev, and the other one that it's chassis below Erev. The other opinion is that Masargan is chassis without Erev, and they and um, and Mamatcha means just stretching it. Can anybody say that Masargan means just lengthwise without crosswise, without any interlacing? When does a bed 
It's considered a kli, it's become tummy. First, it's got to be finished. And then, from the time that you have three like knots or, or crossings, meaning you had it lengthwise, and you, when you put three crosswises in, then it's already considered a bed. Until then, it's not a bed. So, can anybody say that it, that a masarga means shesi It's only tummy, it only becomes a bed. So, it can, you can't say that it's, it's not even a bed if it's shesi below Erev. Robin and Robin came from Eretz Yisrael, not like the Rabbini said before what the Machlokas was, what the Masargan was. He explained it this way. Masargan means cross, lengthwise and crosswise. It's got to be crossed. You have to have length and crosswise. Otherwise, it doesn't mean lacing. Lacing means, interlacing means you have length and crosswise. Ela ki pligim machlokas, what is mamatchen? Marasav matchen shesi vlev. One says matchen means lengthwise without crosswise. One says that it means tightening if, if it's loose. Okay, so that's how he learned. So according to him, you don't have that kasha. Everybody says that it's, um, uh, that it, uh, Masarga means shesi, uh, shesi and Arab. And the question is, what is Mamatchen? Okay, would we have this, the kasha we had before of Tachlifa, would we have that anyway? He says, the man of Masarga shesi below Arab, Matchen, you'd still have the same kasha. See, if you say that... Um, now maybe you wouldn't have that first kasha either because according to Ravan, everybody says that Masargan means Shesi, uh, Shesi and Arab, right? But the problem would still be because the Mandar rolls Mamatchen is only stretching. So uh, so if, if you say that you can't put him in Lechachila, he says, well, the kasha was Hashem says Arab, Amrit Lo, Chavalim Lechachil, me boy. So if he says that you can't, how could, how could everybody say, well, well, of course, everybody agrees that you can't put it in. But it could very well be that, it, that, that it's not a kasha now because... The one who says that uh, that that uh, means masargan without that 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 the masargan means shesi without erev, like the, that was the kasha we said for the mandam or masargan shesi below erev, and matchin is that you straight straighten it. But everybody guesses you can't put shesi. If everybody agrees that shesi and erev you can't do, certainly you can't put it in. This kasha would fall off according to Ravavin because now we're saying that. Not every that Masargan according to the Tanakama means Shesi and Arab. Everybody says Shesi means Shesi and the question was from Matchen. So then you could say they all agree that that Mafshion. So the Kasha we had before wouldn't be a Kasha on 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 the Rabba's and Robin's interpretation. When Robin said he said everybody agrees Masargan means Shesi and Arab. Machlokis is what's Mamatchen. Is it only Shesi without Arab or is it only uh, uh, tightening? You can we say here that you can interlace the bed. And everybody agrees that you could be matchen, whatever matchen means. Either means tightening it or just chassis uh, without air. Diver a mayor. Rabbi Yosem matchen Rosi says you can only, like you said in our Mishnah, you can only tighten it, but you can't interlace it. Some say you can't even do that. Can't tighten. So If you say matchen means, like you said before, the mat that, that not we said for the even when Rabbi's interpretation, there's one who says matchen means chassis without air. If you say matchen chassis without He'll say you can't even do that. Okay, he says, he says you, you think you could put them lengthwise? No, you can't do any, can't do, you can't put the straps in at all. You can't make, you can't put them lengthwise even, even that. But the mandra says that, like we explained the Mishra was, tightening them if they're loose. So the Yeshom or the Yeshom will say, you can't even do that? You can't even tighten them? Why can't you if you tighten them? How are you going to have a bed? The whole bed's on the floor. It's all—it's all—it's uh, it, uh, it, uh, sagging. 
says, Ain, keep it the Efshel, it's still okay. Keep it the Efshel, Mali, Bamani, Lotchin, since you can fill it with clothing. In other words, what's your problem? That the bed is sagging on the floor? So put, the, put more clothing on it and sleep on top of that. Your problem is you can't sleep that way. You're sleeping like in a U shape, so fill it up and you'll sleep on the top. In other you can manage that way. That's why the Yeshua says you can't even tighten it. No, the Cholamoy, those So anyway, we have these different opinions. Can you interlace it? The Tanakhama says you can interlace it. And the second opinion is mamatchen. Matchen either means tightening it or putting it just laces one way, but it means a different opinions. And then we have another opinion. Yeshem says you can't do anything at all. That's a question. What's considered extra work? You can set up an oven. Kiraim is a double oven, like two places for two pots. And a mill on Cholamoy. Again, obviously, it's only to cook on Yantif. Doesn't mean to set up for after yantif. In other words, if it's necessary for, for Simcha Sachai, you can set up, even though that would normally be considered work, but it's for the, you're using it for the, for the toilets of the Chag, for cooking, and Rechaim also, you want to grind the wheat so you could have bread and challah on yantif, that's okay. You buy it ready, correct. So today you're certainly not, uh, certainly not, there's no problem today. Uh, if you need it on Yantif. You don't, let's go, we'll call it like something like chiseling or scraping. You don't do lechachila. In other words, you don't, it, 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 initially, so we'll, we'll talk about that, what does it mean, what, is, what does betchila mean? You don't, you don't do that lechachila. What does betchila mean? What are the limits of ochel nefesh on Yantif? In other words, how far can you go Forget about Chalamoy. On Yontif. Hmm? You shecht. Right, so why can't you do this? Okay, you could. He says, Mambi. Yeah, on Chalamoy. Oh, this is. But this well, is. What are the ah, okay. on so the, the general idea is, is that this is a hachana of a hachana of a hachana. In other words, it's a machlokus whether you could be making the kalim also for on Yontif. We don't go that far, right? That's that's a Belezer. Belezer also can be making that far. But we don't go that far. But things that could do, for example, today you wouldn't shecht either because you could shecht before right. Yantav and put it away. So things that could have been done before you don't do on Yantav. So here it's assuming that whatever, his Tanah Karayim Mechayim broke, whatever it was, you can't do it on Yantav because there's clearly Moloch involved. You say, but it's for food, but it's not immediately for food. It's a preparation for the, for the, preparation for the food. So on Yantav you wouldn't do it, but on Cholomite you could. Yudah says you don't scrape it all. What is Machav Shemayim? Machav Shemayim says Menaka Rechaya. It means scraping it out. Rashi learns, not just some say that it means cleaning it out. In other words, what is a Rechaya? You have two millstones and, they, and, you, and the wheat goes in between them. But when they get full of gook, eventually they become like, they become like smooth and flat and it doesn't work as well. Uh, so that's one way to learn. Rashi says that it means that you, you have to have grooves in there. In other words, if the two millstones are perfectly flat, then the, the wheat can't get in. You need, to, you, need, you need them to have grooves so that the wheat can get inside, and then as the two things, uh, as the two stones hit each other and they're not evenly matched, then that, that, they get, they get uh, smashed down and, and uh, ground up. So that's what Menachem means, making grooves. Or Bichilam or Basaina, putting a hole in. In other words, there's a hole. What happens at the top of the stone? You have a hole in which the, you put the wheat in. That's called like an eye hole. That's what he means. That's what he learns at Machavshin. So, Rabbi Yudas says, "Ain't mechavshin shchem. You're not allowed to do it." What does that mean? So, 
so one interpretation means chiseling the stones, making you know scraping them so that they'll be able to grind better. And one is making the hole. Mace fate, my beaten time to grind the moid vachlo, you can mock on. Divra buzzer buzz says you can set it up, but don't make it 100 percent No, just set it up so you can use it on Yantif. Don't make a perfect job. We could even finish. You could set up a new one, and an old one you can chisel out. He can't do it at all. Means making grooves. Fine. By an old one, old one, what happens? It gets worn out. It gets flattened out and, and, and too even. And you need to make scrape, scrapings in it. You need to make grooves in it. But if you have it's a hole, Yeshena Basena, why would I need a, why would he need a hole for an old one? An old one obviously has a hole already, otherwise it couldn't have done any grinding until now. So if you mean makes a hole, how could that mean? You want to make the hole a little bit bigger, put more weed in at a time. That's what it could be. So therefore, we still say chiseling could either be making a hole, or it could be, or this, or machavshen. meaning a new one maybe you shouldn't do it. But you don't do it. But one that was there already, maybe you could fix it up some more. So that's the question: of What is that chiseling? Is it is it mean chiseling, making better grooves in the stones, or is it mean making the hole? Um, no, I don't necessarily. It could be it's the same Rebelezer, but I don't know that it's eventually even Mach, but the Rebelezer don't finish it. Rebelezer is more making when it comes to that. I don't know if the, I don't know if the two, the, the two Sparas are contingent upon one another. Then they could be different ideas. Ravuna, Shamei Lugav, Ravuna heard about a person, the Kamenaka Rechai Bechola He heard about a person who was doing this chiseling, whatever was either making the hole or, or scraping the stones, on Cholomoy. Omar Manai, who's doing this? Let his body be desecrated. The Kamachal Cholamai is desecrated Cholamai. Didn't we just say you're allowed to do that? The answer is Savalakesham. He like the Eishamran. Not like our Mishnah who says you could do these things, but rather, like the Eishamran says, you can't do that at all. So it didn't mean setting it up, by the way. He didn't say Menaki. You can go like Rabbi Yudu says on Mishnah. Rabbi Yudu says, it also agrees with the Mishnah, you could set up a Tanur Kayim Rechayim, but Rabbi Yudu says, you don't scrape it out, and he was scraping it out. So scraping it out, he says, according to, he goes like the Eishom, says you can't do that at all. In other words, that Rabbi Yudu had said in the Mishnah, in the name of Rabbi Lezer, you could set up a new one, and you could scrape an old one, but don't scrape a new one, right? That's what he says, don't scrape a new one. That's like, that's really like we saw reviewed in our Mishnah, right? That you could set up a new one, but don't scrape an old one. The Eishom ain't mechavshin kolikir. So maybe Rabbi meant ain't mechavshin meant we we don't want mechavshin, right? Mechavshin is don't make don't, if it means to widen the eye where you put the one. That makes a lot of sense. You got one already. You don't have to make it any bigger. If he means mechavshin means chiseling because it's not working that well. He says, well, you know, can't can't do one. Setting up a new one, fine. Just putting the new ones there, but chiseling is too much. Some say you can't do that at all. So Rafuna went like that sheet, you can't do it at all, and therefore he cursed this person who was doing it on Chalamoy. You're allowed to, like we said, you're allowed to chisel it out or make the hole in it. Mishum Rabbeinu, the gear says, Mishum Rabbeinu, that's Rav, I'm Rafilu Sushirachavalov. Even let's say, let's say you have a horse that you use for riding. You've got to ride a horse, that's your transportation. You're riding on a donkey. You're allowed to trim its hooves, like its nails, effectively. You could trim it on Cholomoy because otherwise the animal is sour. The animal's galloping around or walking around, and it's hard for them if they're allowed to do that on Yanta because it's sour for the animals. We'll see. With an animal, an animal can't complain, so we have to take care of the animal. But let's say they used a a chamor to turn the to turn the rechayim, to turn the mill, right? Then how do they turn? They used to, you know, they tied up a an a, a, a chamor, so that you can't trim his. Why? Because 
there all you need is a little bit, you're only allowed to, when you use the millstone, you're only allowed to use it for, for Chalamoid, for Yantif. So he doesn't have to do that much. There's not much tzar. If he's, if he's galloping around from city to city, then you can do it because it's tzar for the animal. It's tzar for the chayim, which is, we hold as a derisa, but, but, but for the rechayim, you only need a little bit, and he doesn't have tzar just walking around slowly around the, uh, other than the boredom you know, that, of walking around and schlepping that thing. Uh, that's not considered tzar. Rav Yudashari, Lamishkel, Tufer, now a bunch of things that we're going to have. Uh, this is all, uh, our mission was talking about specifically about uh, the town of Rechaim, but Rechaim led us into the Chamor doing these, you know, of turning, turning the millstone. And then the mission is going to give all kinds of things in terms of uh, uh, most of these things related to farmers, what they're allowed to do on Chalamboid and whatnot. So Rabbi Yudashari, Lamishkel, Tufrei, Lechamra, Derechaya. He allowed him even to, uh, Rabbi was more makel than the sheet that we just said, and he seems the Ram's passing also. You're allowed to trim the hooves of a donkey, even a donkey who was just turning the millstone. And he also said setting up a rechai, like we saw in the Mishnah, to build one, setting up and building one. What's the difference between setting one up and building one? Maybe setting one up is meaning that you, you, uh, you, know, you, you, you got it from somebody already built, and now you're just you know, putting it in place. And to build one, ulemev the emes rechayin to build the base. Uh, it was a wooden base that they had for them. Ulemev the uraya, and to build an uraya. Rashi says that uh, uraya is a refes bokar. It's a barn, a stable for the cows. Okay, uh, rav is the gear. So rav shor l'sruke susia to take to comb a a, a, a horse. As a horse, they had these big iron combs which would clean out the vermin. Right? It was huh? So he says also you're allowed to comb the horses because it's sour for them if they're not clean. You know, you're cleaning out the, the vermin there. Arkapati Rashi says is a place that they put the, it's like a trough for the animals. It's a place that they put the tfua food in before the horses while they eat. So it's like a trough for them, not a water trough, but a food trough. And to build a, a stone house, presumably that's also for use of the animals. Uh, you're allowed to do that on Chalamoid. Now, is these things necessary for the animals? Rav Ashar Lameshkel Damalem. You could even be make his down, let blood of an animal on Chalamoid. Again, not on Yantip, but on Chalamoid, if you do again, it was for the, for the health of the animals. I'm only a buyer, Tanya and Messiah. I got a proof from a price to you because it's Makis and Damla Behema. Behema unen refuah lebehema uchol shalmoid. You don't hold back any refuah from an animal on chalamoid. Again, they can't complain. You have to you have a responsibility to take care of your animals. Rav Ashari lechaschusei kirme. He allowed them kaschusei kirme. Rashi says is is a kind of uh, rubbing of the um, of uh, begodim, the thin, thin thin clothing that they were worn as top garments or whatever, but not in a professional way. But just to rub them, it's like it's like ironing them in a uh, non-professional. My time, my said, because everybody does that. That's not a professional thing. Now, kitura biri means Rashi says that um, uh, they would make um, they would take care of, uh, of uh, like in their shirts, and they would make a uh, they would add on a um, sleeve at the bottom, and that's considered a professional. How they did that, it's not clear. Did they? added it on, uh, not just, you know, they, they, they folded it over and they made a sleeve out of it, 
uh, some Besiach Malas, they would fill it with some kind of uh, filler. And that is also because that's my time, my swimming, because that's a professional way. So it's, he said the gears, the different gears are also, so you can do rig is also. Do beer is also because making the sleeves at the end, uh, making a, a sleeve or a, a place to put your hands in on your garment is considered a professional thing, and that's also on Yantav as we saw, as we saw. A person, some say Moscow, I guess it was like Lashna with the Samach that you're taking out the stones, but it means. Digging up the dirt, Rashi says it's digging up the dirt on your land. Adaita the Beidari Shari. If you're for threshing again, and the threshing floor was on a slope, that's how they threshed. So he says if it's to fix the threshing floor so you can thresh the food and eat it on Yantif, on Yantif, then it's okay. Adaita the Ara. But if you're softening it up and you're just preparing the land for seeding, then it's Osir. Now, how do you know what his intention was? How could you tell? So there are also different gears here. It seems that the accepted gears is like this. If you, if you add on dirt to a, uh, to a place which is already high up or in a place which is low, you just add, you put on dirt there and it's in the same place, then a daita the beidori, then a daita, the gear says not a daita beidori, but the, the bas gear says, then it's a daita de aro. In other words, because when you, when you plow the land, you don't care what's high and what's low. You, know, so you don't care what's high and low, you just want to plow all the land. Sometimes it's upper, sometimes it's lower, but you want to seed all the land. So if you're just putting the dirt in the same place, if it's high, it's high, and if it's low, it's low, you're not evening it out to make it, to make it even, and you're not using a plane to make it even, but you're adding where it's high, you're keeping it high, where it's low, you're keeping it low, then it's for the land, Shaka, then it's also. But Shaka Muli Vashad Benatsa, but if you take if you take dirt from a high place and put it in a low place, so you want to even it out, you want to make a certain sl- a slope or area to it, then it's a daita, then it's, then it's okay, uh, uh, then, a daita, um, then it's a daita the beidiri, then it's for the threshing floor, and that would be mutter. So the bach changes around the gears that we have. So then it's a daita the ara. If you take the high from the high place and put it in the low place, then it's for the uh, threshing floor, and that's mutter. If you're taking out, you're cleaning out the field from small uh, wood, uh, you're taking out pieces of wood from the field, see, if you're taking it for the wood, you want it for firewood, so you want to cook on Yantif, certainly even on Yantif, then sure you're allowed to. But if you're doing it in order to clean up the dirt, the land, so you can plant it, then it's usher. How could you tell? If you take the big pieces with you, the big things, but you leave the small ones, so you're not really cleaning up the land. You're leaving the small, you see the small twigs you're leaving on the dirt, on the land, so then it's not good for seeding. Take, and why would you take the big ones? Because that's what you want for firewood. You don't just want little ones, you want big ones. Then a daita the tzivi, shakarave, visited, but if you took big ones and little ones, meaning you cleaned everything up, then a daita that's for the land, then that would be ulcer. Because why take the little ones? Just take the big wood. You know, you can leave the little ones there if you just want it for firewood. So that would be ulcer. A man opens up, a man's got a field. Next to his field, he's got a pond. And he opens up the sluice, the, the gates from the pond into the field. And at the beginning of the field, there's like a little indentation, a little, uh, uh, like a pit. So he opens up the water from there. What's his intention? In the pool, in the pond, there are fish. So he wants to get fish. So he opens up the he opens up the sluices, the gates that go into the into the uh, into, uh, that go over this um, uh, bore, and from the bore it, it, from the bore once the bore gets filled up, the water will go out onto his field. So if his intention though is for the fish 
to go into the, into the uh, pit, and then he gets the fish that way. He's got a big, big pond, and he wants to catch the fish. So he opens up the sluice that goes into an empty bore, and the, and the water goes into the bore from which it's easy for him to get the fish. If his intention is for the fish, then it's mutz. He just wants fish for yontif. But if his intention is, what, to water his field, <coughs> he can't water the field on chalamoy, wait till after chalamoy. We talked before about the different kinds of fields, right? Depends on the field. But again, it means that you're not talking about, uh, let's say, we're not talking about sort of a that needs constant irrigation. So if he just wants to do the field, that's no good. If he opened up both gates, the upper one and the lower one, I died to the kivri. That's what happens. There's a gate that lets, lets the water in into the, over the bore, which goes out into the field, and then there's a gate at the end of the field. So if he opens up both of them, so it means that the water just goes right through and goes out, to, goes out the lower side, then obviously his intention is to get the fish. He's not watering the field. But if he only opens up the first gate and he stops the second gate, so that means that when the, uh, when the uh, pit overflows, it's going to go out onto the field, it's going to sit there, that's no, that's no good. So again, uh, then his intentions for the fish. But if you only up up one gate and he stopped up the other gate so the water won't get out from the field, won't leave the field, then his intention is for the, uh, is for the field. I mean, I'm assuming that he couldn't catch the fish in the big thing because he just can't do it. He can't do he it, could, right. right. He can't do it, right. He can't catch he the could, fish. Right, right. right. He, or he's a lot he of fish, a, right. Uh, right, right. If he's, he has a, he's not a real fisherman. The Umra Haiman, the Pashach Dikla, a person trims his tree, <coughs> so uh, he trims his, his, his palm tree. So if he's trimming it, in other words, to give foliage, to give to the animals to eat, shari, then it's motor. But if he just wants to trim and prune the tree, you don't do that. If he took all the foliage from one side, whether it's dry or, or wet foliage, he trimmed it all on one side, then it's for the animal. And it's for his animal, then it's okay. But let's say he took it from both sides. In other words, he went on both sides, and what would you trim up first? The dry leaves. He took, then it's for the tree, obviously. Let's say you have unripe dates. You're allowed to cut them off the tree and eat them. But to press them, they would take these, uh, these uh, figs that were never going to get any riper, right? Or, or dates, rather, and, and press them for, uh, for storage, you know, for, for keeping for a long period of time. They would press them to get rid of the lachs. They would dry out, and then they would stay for a long time, wouldn't become wormy. They can't do it in Chalamoy. Papa says, no, keep them immediately. Since if you leave them, even if you're not going to eat them right now, but the, these things, once you take them off, he says, you can't press them, you could press them. Because if you leave them like this, they're going to get wormy, and they're going to be spoiled, you won't be able to use them. Then it's keprak but it's like merchandise, which is going to get lost, as we'll see. Then a cholamoy, you're not supposed to do business, but if, it's, you're going to, if you're going to suffer a loss by not doing it, then you're allowed to. So here also, if you don't press them, they're going to, they're going to go leave wood. Bishari, Rabba said that doing business, Stam doing business, you want to make extra profit on Cholomoy, wait till after Cholomoy. You shouldn't do business on, Yon, on Cholomoy. But something that if you don't do it now, it's going to get lost. Like the milk's going to go bad, or this is going to go bad, or you'll lose the deal, then it's motor. He had a story to show you the importance of not trying not to do work on Cholomoy. He had a deal that he had a deal that he could have made 6,000 shekels if he sold it, 6,000 dinners, whatever, on Cholomoy. He waited to after Chalamoy, meaning to after Yantav, and he sold it for 12,000. 
So he might say if he sold for six thousand and he now he sold for twelve thousand, isn't the profit too great? You're not supposed to make so much profit. Yeah, it probably is that that there was a manufacturer suggested over here. It's not the issue, or maybe it was maybe it was like a, a diamond or some blind item that had no regular value. He's going to give half the money to stock. Right, Ravina Avi Masik. I'm sure he did. Ravina Avi Masik Zuzei Bebnei Akra Deshenusa. He had he had uh, lent money to people in that place. Akra the 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 lower the the foot of Shanusa, the lower area of Shanusa, or the or the fort of Shanusa. Should I go and can I go and collect the money on Cholamoy? Since now you know they're at home. You may not find them afterwards. You're allowed to. In other words, right now you can get the money. You can collect the money now. After if you know you can get the money now or afterwards, so go after Chalamoy. But if you, there's a chance, now there's a good chance. Davravad the Mefarshim say doesn't mean it's for sure going to get lost. There's a good chance. There's a chance when it's going to get lost. Then you can go. You can do it on Chalamoy like we're matter today. you're not supposed to do. Deal with uh, people who uh, worship Avodah but Kiai Gavna. But if there's a loss to you, it's the only chance you're going to get it. You're allowed to holchem yirid shalakim. You're allowed to go to the market of the of the Avodah Zara. Behema. You can buy animals from them. Avodah Shmokus. You can buy slaves. Batim Sadas Akram. You can buy houses, fields, and vineyards. Vakose, and you could write it up umala barkoshalin and register it in their courts. Neishu matzimadim because that's that's the only way. Maybe maybe they owe you money and you're going to buy this stuff. Whatever. Else. That's the only way you can get stuff out of them. Is is on their market day, so you can go to their market day also. Rav Shara Lechiv Arashi Rav is Matchishal in the Migdal Ori Bechula Demoi. He allowed them to make some these some kind of uh, traps for fish traps. He says you can. You can Build uh, fish traps on Cholamoy. My time, I said, because these are very simple things. They don't involve um, uh, a craftsmanship. Avol Isli Osir. Now, Isli is also a trap, but Rashi explains this is a uh, net for capturing birds. This apparently involved more professional work. My time, my Omenu. The trap for uh, the trap uh, or the net that they captured birds with apparently was much more. Uh, complicated and required a craftsman, so he didn't allow them to do that. So again, it's a fine line between you know, unprofessional work and professional work. And again, it depends on what those things look like. Many things described here, we don't even know exactly what they look like, how those beds looked and they fit in the traps, etc. Today, you have to, you know, rabbis have to apply it today. What's Mutter, what's us? Rabbiudah Shari Lami, Rabbiudah was Matur Ami, that was his name, Tanura. He was called Amitunur. You know, here also we have the, in St. Louis, we used to have a guy, a nice and very nice man, uh, Moshe Herbstman. They called him Moshe Shoichet. You know, he was a Shoichet. Everybody called, you know, you know Yankel the, the Schneider. You know, that's how they get the name Schneider or whatever, you know. Got a brother in law, Schneider, right? So they, they were called by their 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 uh, their trade, right? Huh? But that's how it was. You were called the Shoichet. He was called, you know, you know Muttle the Tailor, right? Muttle Taylor, right? Or whatever. Huh? The name Malamed. Malamed, right? He was a Malamed, right? 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 Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know the trade, right? So, <clears throat> see, this matzer Ami, he was a, he was the oven maker. He made the ovens. He he knew how to make you know they made clay ovens in those days. He knew how to make the oven. Sure, huh? 
He allowed him to make Tanurim, to you know, to build Tanurim. Ulur Ularav Bar Asvi, that was his name. Ularav Bar Asvi, Lemigdal Mahulta, to make Mahulta. What's Mahulta? So here again, we look at Rashi. Is a, a sieve. He made him. A, a, he allowed him to make a sieve on Chalamoid. Again, obviously, it's for using for cooking on Chalamoid or cooking on Yontif. He allowed him to do those things. Maybe any Vatani. Rabba Bar Shmuel, Veshavan, they both agree, Shein Golden Tanu Lechachilla, right? You're not allowed. Everybody agrees that you can't make a Tanu Lechachilla on Chalamoy. It's Lokash Kamasacham, Kamasak Shem. It depends what it is. If it's in the summer months, when by constructing on Chalamoy, you'll use it right away because it dries out right away, then you're allowed to. Mosak Shaman, let's say it's Chalamoy Sukkas, where it's rainy outside and damp. And if you make it now, it won't be usable anyway for Yontif. You're not going to be able to use it until afterwards, then he didn't allow it. Because again, the rules are that it can't be Tirchi Yaseira, it can't be too professional, and it's got to be something which is usable on the current holiday, not something which is going to be used after the holiday, otherwise it's, uh, otherwise it's forbidden. All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow, Mitzvah at 5.30.